This is The Wave. I'm your host, Noah Griffith. Support for The Wave comes from small donors like yourself. Every donor helps, even if it's just $3. Today's discussion is on the Bernie Sanders Democrat. In recent years, we've seen the rise in populist candidates all around the world, from Jeremy Corbyn, Emmanuel Macron, Rodrigo Durete, and the most popular here in the United States, Bernie Sanders. It's very odd to look at Bernie Sanders through the scope of public perception and history, because by most accounts, he should have been a footnote at best and never really talked about. But over the course of two years, some Americans were warming up to the idea of President Bernie Sanders. They were okay with a socialist United States. Why is that? The answer is populism. He used the power of populism by none before him. For the longest time, socialist was thrown as a smear tactic of the right to fling onto the left, and many Democrats had to veer to the center to avoid this criticism. But Bernie and his supporters wore socialism as a badge of honor. They believe in single-payer health care, free college tuition, and more government control of the market. This could be seen as a form of rebellion of the Democrat Party. The old Democrat Party didn't mind super PACs. They didn't really want to make a single-payer health care system. And for a while, they became complacent. Where did this come from? Where is this new breed of liberalism, and where did it originate? I mentioned earlier that in terms of populism and the Democrat Party, it just seems for the most part like it came overnight. That with Bernie Sanders, this populism came out of nowhere. But I don't generally think that's the case. I think this populism has come from something that's over 10 years old. It's almost 15 at this point. And I could point to the candidate who led this. We have a senator named Howard Dean, who, when he first announced, was a little-known guy from Iowa. Had no shot at winning the presidency. But three three weeks before the Iowa caucus, he got up to second place. And he shook up the political world. It was the all-star comeback story. Well, maybe not all-star, but the comeback story of the century. Here was this small senator from Iowa rise up to almost unseat John Kerry in the Iowa caucus. But unfortunately, he got derailed. He made one little scream at a campaign, and for some odd reason, that derailed his whole campaign. But he used populism to his advantage. He'd start off with the robocalls, and he'd say, hey... We're in this. He used words like we. He never said me, 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 me. He said, we're going to do this. We're going to change. And you could see that in Bernie Sanders' language. He uses a lot of we got this. We're in it together. And you look back at Howard Dean, you're like, wow, I could see the beginning of Bernie Sanders in this. Let's fast forward to 2008. At the time, our country was massively massively against 
the presidency of George W. Bush. And Democrats had that populism moving in their own party, not only with one candidate from this little senator from Illinois, but the senator from New York as well. There was a movement to change what had been going on for the last eight years, and history sided with this low-note senator from Illinois. His name is Barack Obama. Like Howard Dean, he used very inspirational words. He was talking at the time about making making healthcare more affordable, which was at the time thought to be insane. That was pushing the boundaries for 2008. We just have a Republican, sorry, not governor, president, and now mm-hmm. this guy's talking about making free healthcare or cheap healthcare. <laughs> He's using these take down the big bank tactics. He's like, I want to get small don small donors for this. I don't want to have to raise the money by big banks. I want people to help me. And they did. It's really weird because now you have this guy who not only looks like Bernie Sanders but talks like him too. Obama is so eloquently spoken that. You'd think he's a college professor. Fast forward to 2012. We're gonna go between 2012 and 2016 for this part. But America just reelected President Barack Obama. And something that most liberals were noticing about Obama in his second term was he was moving more close to the center. Now some could argue that with the Republican House and then Senate in 2014, he needed to move center to pass legislation. But there was a big disconnect between the modern Democrat and Barack Obama. I shouldn't say modern. I should say the Democrat that voted for Barack Obama in 2008. There was a big disconnect at that time. And I think this is where the Bernie Sanders wing starts to take form. Rumors started speculating as soon as Obama won that Hillary Clinton was going to be running for the nomination. This was only made worse when Carolyn Kennedy had been touting the idea. And then Joe Biden... There was a definite desire to make it an electable candidate that some people felt they didn't really have a say in who they picked for the nomination. Most people would agree that was the beauty behind Barack Obama was they got together and they nominated him. It wasn't a party official, but they finally had a choice. And now leading into 2016, Hillary Clinton announces her nomination, well, her candidacy. Then we have Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, the face of this populism, possibly anti-Obama Democrat, had been boiling since very early 2012 with origins in 2004 
finally bubbled to the surface. And for a while, nobody took it seriously. He nods his candidacy on May 25th, 2016. Sorry, 15. But for about the first two months, he got very little to no traction. But something, something changed. People were talking about him. They said, hey, did you hear that Bernie Sanders speech? Hey, were you there at his rally? That was so awesome when the bird flew on his podium. And like that, national attention toward Bernie Sanders skyrocketed. This Vermont senator was actually on Clinton's heels. And this populism was pushing Bernie Sanders to beat Hillary Clinton. And it all culminated on the Iowa caucus. On the Iowa caucus, most people felt like Clinton had it in the bag. She was going to win this. But little did they know this was going to be the closest caucus since the beginning. Bernie Sanders lost the Iowa caucus by 0.2% of all the votes. Crazy to think that this populist-like candidate somehow made it all the way to almost being Hillary Clinton at the nomination. At least with the delegates in Iowa, at the very least. The power of populism has been moving and moving, and it's been pushing candidates forward and forward, and we've seen that culminate with Bernie Sanders. We had this very nice guy, very well-spoken, saying words like, we were going to do this, we are better than this. And it's finally culminated to a national craze. We have the Bernie Bros and whatnot. And now, this is where the bad part begins. As we all know, Hillary Clinton rigged the system so Bernie Sanders could not win the nomination. After the WikiLeaks, many Bernie supporters outright protested Clinton's nomination and refused to vote for her. Democrats would take a massive blow to this because in the sum that summer, the fall of 2018, Donald J. Trump became the President of the United States, defying all odds. This populace somehow beat the political establishment. Ironic, isn't it? The Democrats had a populist, but somehow railroaded him out of the nomination. Even Corey Lewandowski, Trump's former campaign manager, said, had they picked Bernie Sanders for their vice president pick, they thought they were going to win. They feared Bernie. They feared his populism. They felt that it couldn't match Donald Trump's populism. Many senior White House aides say that, especially Kellyanne Conway and Steve Bannon. When Steve Bannon, the, the publicist at Breitbart, is willing to say, yeah, I fear Bernie Sanders, that goes to show the power of populism. That we could get this, we're going to do this, we got this. That everything's going to be alright, we just got to hold my hand and we're going to make through. Will Democrats learn their lesson? Will populism take over the Democrat Party? Only time will tell.